0: Hi, I'm Marty Grisani, and this is The Marty Grisani Show. As a full-time real estate investor and business owner, I have a real fascination of finding the key principles for business success and personal development. This show is a reflection of my personal mission to find out what truly makes somebody successful in business and in life. We will find tools and tactics that they've used to reach those levels. If you're the type of person is not satisfied with average, and you have a hunger for learning that will never cease, this show is for you. Welcome to the show.
1: let's jump into it today the big topic that we have going on is how are we doing deals right now how are we acquiring deals and um, we want to get some feedback for those who are listening who uh, are on here Uh, this is at uh, what six o'clock eastern time or five o'clock eastern time four o'clock central time so um, we just want to hear back from you guys also and just get some some responses so if you have any questions or anything just let us know um, and then Texas you have the messenger you could connect with us on and uh, all different stuff Marty has Twitter all of us have different aspects to to just help you grow um we got started in this to remind everybody we got started in this by being four guys that connected we live in four different states we are we we've only met each other a few times hanging out talking real estate uh, that's that's our yearly mastermind that we do in Palm Beach. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, from there, um, we got upstate New York. We got, um, Ronnie from pretty much the whole state of Michigan, Mark Monroe from all of Florida, where you see all the nice photos and all the cool boats and yachts. And obviously I'm in Houston, Texas, which I do from Dallas to all over the place in um, Texas. So anyways, guys, what's happening. Let's hit it. How are we doing deals right
2: now? What's happening? i will go first i guess um so it's cool thanks for having everybody on i appreciate it and uh, excited to have this back so anybody listening right now if you guys have any questions please pop them in so you know we'll also make this A. Q&A. so if you guys have any questions at all feel free to drop in but uh i guess we're, we're gonna just talk about like how we're finding deals currently in today's market all right cool so for me, and you guys know this, um, and I know everybody here has a different way of going about it, but I use bird dogs. Um, I'm using a lot of bird dogs currently out there in today's market, uh, just getting a ton of referrals. Like trash men, you know, they know the neighborhoods that are home that are vacant. You know, I have them. They take a screenshot, they send it to. I have a whole system set up so it just comes in, and then from there, one of my VAs runs with it and does the whole skip tracing. So that's that's one source for me. Um, and I would say where I get my best sweet, sweet, sweet deals and my home run deals, um, hospice nurses. That's where you're going for I those get nurses, huh? <laughs> What's
1: that Gabe? So you're going for those nurses, huh?
2: <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it does. I have one right now that we're actually uh doing up in uh, New England. And um nice. We're closing out at the end of the month. And on that particular one, I'll talk real quick and then I'll go to Marty. Um, So on that particular one, um, it's a husband and wife. They're both elderly. Um, He is um, ill and she's a little bit too elderly to take care of him. So they have to move in with a daughter and the daughter lives um, a little bit more than three hours away. And they've owned the home for 38 years. And it's just so much for them to get the house ready to put on the market, the list with a realtor. So they reached out to me and uh, I went through it. I said, Hey, you know what? Just take what you want and whatever you don't want, just leave behind. And this actually happened a few different times leave behind what you want. And uh, I mean, they left so much behind um, the, the cable modem. The, um, the cable, the modem, TVs, the holiday dishes, everything was left. So I structured that through a seller financing with a seven year balloon. And we set up the note that it's gonna be in a trust. So if anything happens to her, it goes to the heirs. And um, and I also set it up with two months with no payments at all. So that's just an example of one of mine that I'm doing. But let's jump over to Marty.
0: Yeah, good to see you guys. Happy to be back. And like uh, Gabe and Mark and, and Ronnie said, Feel free to ask questions, but you know how how are we finding deals? You know we're a couple different ways. You know the best way is uh, when people come to you, and we do that through Google AdWords. I feel like that's going to be a if you can figure that out and you have the budget, or if you're just willing to do the stuff that no one else wants to do, which is learn it and be okay with all the changes and updates Google makes. You can, uh, you can really differentiate yourself very quickly, especially if you don't have the years in the business, right. So example, when we started doing it, we didn't have 20, 30 years like some of our biggest competitors did, but we knew that people were more likely to go to Google, type in you know sell my house quick than they were to go on the yellow pages or drive by a, a banner. Uh, that was, you know, hanging in the city or, or a billboard, right? So that's a really nice way of doing it. You can do it through Facebook. There's a lot of different ways that people uh, have gotten ads. We do them or have gotten success through ads and we've done it through Google ads and it's it's still our best, really is. The second way is it's never dead for commercial anyways. What, we, what we're we doing is, is direct mail and direct handwritten, looks handwritten. We add a picture. Of uh, of a you know of my partner Matt and his family to it, it's it's, it's a home run. It's a home run every time. I got people calling me saying they're not interested in selling, but they're going to keep the card. They're going to keep the letter and hang it up because it's their best letter they've ever gotten. So we've been doing very well with those two things. So for residential, it's been Google ads and then commercial, it's been direct mail. But having a little bit of differentiator by adding some personality to it that's what's going on up here.
1: <laughs> nice, that's what's going on. Ronnie, what do you think, man? What's been uh, what's been happening in your world as far as uh, what's been working?
3: You know, it's funny. I um, actually I had someone reach out to me today about um, just their process and analyzing deals. And I think one of the things I'm running into guys is people are just nervous that their source of deals or leads are gonna dry up. Um, or, or if you're new and you're trying to get started um, that you miss the boat, like I get this actually quite a bit that I've been uh, collaborating and networking at RIA's and in-person meetings. Is where's the deals or the deals I am looking at are so thin that if I make a mistake, I lose money. Heck, I've I've lost money in the last year on my deals, right, going sideways. And um, I think it's a I think it's a valid question. So, you know, in my realm to tag on to what Marty was saying. Um, we are, we're diving headlong into internet marketing very, very heavily, um, very heavily. Like I've, I've, uh, pretty much cut off a good chunk of my other leads for a number of reasons, not because they don't work. And actually, uh, one of my students just took and did one of the things I recommended, which was the texting, uh, the tax, the tax delinquencies, and he got a deal within 14 days of, of jumping on board, right. Just because of the consistency and, and just doing it and, I think the question is not what works, but whatever you work consistently will work, right? Like if you work it consistently and you do the action. So for me, I'm focusing on internet, uh, I'm focused on internet leads, and uh, I'm focused on really building collaborations with people, connecting, um, providing value, walking people through the wholesale and the flip process, and in turn, JVing and splitting deals. And so that seems to be. Um, the way that I'm leaning, but it also partners with, you know, some of the content and the educating. So, um, that's kind of what it looks like, but I, I want to encourage people, you guys who are watching the the guy, the guys that are on here, uh, the biggest battle you're going to have is right here in your brain. Um, finding deals is it's a, it's a, my, like, are you a person who attracts money or are you a person who's scared of it? And, getting your mind right over, you know, real estate's really, really simple. It's three things. It's understanding how to do it. It's connecting with the right people and it's talking to leads and generating them and doing the work. And, um, a lot of times we don't do those three things because we're sitting in our house and we're scared and we're nervous and we're afraid we're going to make a mistake. And really the biggest mistake is not taking action. And so I want to encourage you guys out there. If you're asking yourself, dude, where do I find leads? pick one of the things that you're learning and dive into it. The volume you're doing right now is probably not enough, right? If you're sending out, you know, 200 text messages today, it's not enough, right? Send out 18,000 text messages over the next 30 days and you will get a deal. Okay. If you send out 200, it's probably not enough. So that's what's going on in my world and, uh, and some encouragement out there.
1: Yeah. That's it. That's good. And so, guys, one of the things that I'm hearing everyone saying is, one, you're taking action. You found over the years, you found a couple funnels that you've been working on lately, right, that you're like, this is what I've been working on. You put some work into there. Uh, it's taken some time. You figured out the sauce that works for you. And now you're just plugging away and deep diving into that. Uh, so to go to um, those who are just now getting involved, we all get these calls. I, I really like talking to people that are like, hey man, I you know I have some money, I got capital, I have something that I need to do, I need to put something to work or maybe I, you know I, I got a second gig, I got time to invest in real estate. The first steps that I normally help people get into is just the, the simplest things is go to your backyard, pick out 200 houses, drive around the neighborhood, pick out 200 houses that just look rough. I think driving for dollars for the stuff that I do is probably the simplest things in this is the this is basically anywhere in texas all right that we could do that in um i think in some of the areas maybe not mark's area but uh in some of the other areas uh definitely if you're in a neighborhooded area or you get to areas where there's neighborhoods it's one of the easiest things to do uh find the neighborhood that um might be around for for 10 years or older if you want to get a just a quick start find neighborhoods that have been around for a while not the new build neighborhoods. Um, And we have tons of those in Houston metro area, guys. They're all over, and and those in Houston know that. Um, So do that. Pick up 200, skip trace them, send them letters, and call them right away. It's pretty simple. I know a lot of us do text messaging, and I I know Michael on here was talking about text messaging. Is there anything else that you guys are saying for, like, a newer folk who was like, hey, I just just need to get my pipeline full? And I think that's one of the things, right, Ronnie, that you're talking about is, like, how do I get my line full? how do i get this this basket full of deals right yeah even if if they're not deals it just it just you know that the momentum is happening
3: back back at chase um when i worked uh in the investment world we used to say we need butts and seats right we need people in front of us and uh, if we got people in front of us we can pitch them and out of so many of those people we're going to get a deal and so a lot of that's just filling that up because real estate is a pipeline business right you If you stop what you're doing today, or you get a deal and you don't do any work for 45 days, you're not gonna have a deal for probably 90 days. So um, another really um, amazing thing that I've found as I've jumped in and, and really started helping more people is there's two questions when people get started. Question number one is how do I create leads in my system? Well, once people actually do the work to create leads, the second thing that happens is how do I talk to these people? And when I talk to them, a huge portion of them will immediately discredit you or discard you. And they'll say, I'm not interested. Right. And then there's this um, almost this um, this. Think of it as as being like bloated in your stomach, right? You feel bloated with this pipeline of leads that you don't know what to do. You know there's deals in them, but I got 730 leads that I've touched base with over the last year that I need to work through. Heck, I have this, right? And so what I've found is that being able to go to people who are finally generating or trying to generate, have a problem talking to individuals. So I've been offering to negotiate on their behalf. If they'll open up the conversation for me, Hey, would you be interested? Hey, are you thinking about selling what all of that? And then being able to jump on the phone. And so guys, there are so many people who are generating leads and paying for money and they're not actually following up with them. And so if you're a new guy and you don't have any money and you can't generate leads, but you're like willing to get on the phone and talk. Go around and find two, three wholesalers literally every week until you create some good relationships that'll let you work their old follow-ups and split those deals. Even if you give them 60% of the deal or 70% of the deal, you can get 30% of a wholesale deal that might be $30,000 by working someone else's leads because you're willing to make the calls and they're just sitting in the bucket of someone else. Um, that's something people are coming to me like, what do I say, right? What do I say for owner financing? What do I say to get this guy deeper? What do I say when I'm offering innovation? Like, I don't know what that looks like. Ronnie, can you come help me? Then we jump on a three-way. We're on the phone for an hour. We negotiate three owner finance deals and we're doing, doing a deal together. That's another just direction when you're talking about building this stuff up that I'm seeing right now, that is actually a huge source for me. People are like, Hey, can you, can you jump on the phone? Yes. I'll jump. I'll jump on the phone. Um, And Marty, I know, I know you're, you're big on that too. You know, what, what do you have to say about that? Are you running into similar things or what, you know, where are you coming at in your market?
0: Yeah, dude, you're right on. I mean, Ronnie's always right on. That's that's the right approach for sure. And uh, by, you know, number one just like you said, hopping on the phone. You know it, you kind of have to look at yourself as an investor where you're coming from right you know and and that's number one is like okay do you have time or do you have money because i could show you some cool tricks to either one and what's your level of discomfort <laughs> right so a lot of money and very simple and a lot of comfortability is with like the google ads Right, because they're coming to you and they give you a whole breakdown of why they're selling and how much, and you know, those are really good, but they're expensive. Or are you willing to hop in your car and drive and look at, like what Gabe was saying, and drive around and find that property that hasn't been mowed yet? At least, here in upstate New York, right? It's been a frost <laughs> till May, so you finally find that. Lawn that's you know up to your eyeballs that might be a good lead but then you got to look it up and then you know find out the phone number and, and all those things and that's gonna take time so it doesn't really cost a whole bunch but it, it costs you in time so yeah I think that's great I think it's a great analogy but definitely uh, uh, information but definitely get on the phone you know get on the phone and um, you know I think I've said this before but you don't want to wait around for a deal or you don't want to wait for An opportunity, so you want to make an opportunity. That's by hustling, right? And we talk about hustling and and getting after it. That's the the stuff like driving for dollars. That no, like Gabe said, this I find 200 houses. The the majority of people won't even do that. Let alone look them up, right? So you know, just hey, what's the plan today? I'm gonna find 10. Don't do 200, right? I mean, I know where Gabe was talking about. Do 10. Do 10 for the week. I'm gonna find 10 properties and I'm gonna write them down. All right. After I write them down, now what? Well, after you do that, now go on the county record and look up who the owner is. Okay, did that. Okay, now so like try to like you know, cut it up into sections and and make it a little bit more digestible. But I, I think that's a really great way to start and uh, and get it going and getting your pipeline going for for new people.
1: Mark what is something that and and we have a lot of stuff going on and we you talk to tons of people that you jv with leads and stuff what is something that you're you're helping them with for like newer leads newer deals that are coming in um because i know you work with a lot of uh you know people that are kind of in their first year of investing
2: yeah actually not even that now i'm actually working with people that have i'm actually getting a lot of people coming to me that have been investing and they have a normal W-2 jobs, but they've acquired like four to six properties. I'm getting a lot of those people coming to me right now. So they've acquired four to six properties, but, you know, they're putting 20 to 30% down. So they're tapped out on their capital now. So they're reaching out to me now to understand the seller financing strategy. So I'm getting a lot of those type of people coming to me now on knowing how to structure like the residential, commercial, whatever it may be. Um, I'm getting a lot of that coming through the door at the moment. Um, So, so is that, was that what your question was there, Gabe?
1: Yeah. Like what is your advice for helping people that are, that are coming through there, that's coming through the door and you're able to help them process and look at new deals. It sounds like they have leads or they've done some before, right? So what are you advising them to go out there and and look for more or what?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just go out there and figure out, 'm I'm advising them whatever they're used to if they're already currently investing, you know, stick to that particular um, your buy box, if you will, and then start asking and opening up a conversation with the seller about terms. You know one of the questions when they always go through that I always recommend is you know kind of go through your script, ask talk about the property and say, hey, would you be willing to rent the property to us for a few years and then we close on it, we'll take care of the maintenance repairs. So if they say yes, then you know they're gonna be open to some type of seller financing term. So I'm kind of telling people that a little bit, or if they're people new coming into the industry that are new and they only been into it for a year, um, depends on their situation if they have capital and credit or if they don't, then I usually kind of advise them to kind of go through that same process, but maybe do what's called a, a sandwich lease option because it's a lower entry point to get into the property. Um, like I just closed on one back in, um, January where I locked up for a hundred dollars as a sandwich lease option. I locked up for a hundred dollars and I turned it into $50,500. And that's where I usually advise people to start with before they jump into the sub two world sub two. Yes, it's great, but you need to kind of know what you're doing. So you want to start out like on a wholesaling or what I recommend is a sandwich lease option. That's kind of where I'm advising everybody.
0: Mark, that's such a good point. Like the. The people who are jumping into sub two and don't know Jack from squat about real estate. That's really scary. You know, I, I I don't know, man, especially if they're assigning these sub two deals. That's even scarier. I, I don't know about it personally. I think you need to be at the top of your level before you're doing sub two deals personally. And you really because it's a big responsibility you're you're a fiduciary for that seller that you're working with like i don't even to be honest when i'm doing them i'm like man there's there's a couple other options this might be the only one for you oof it's this is not a good thing like you're you you know i'm going to be the guy that can help you i can do this but boy it's it's it it still scares me it's a lot of responsibility so anyway that's my two cents on that
1: <laughs> awesome I'm just not, telling you the truth. You should, not, you
0: know what? No, if you're doing a sub two deal, you should be worried about making sure you're doing it the right way. You should be worried because if you're not worried, then you got a problem. You know what I mean? Like if you're just yeah. kind of whimsical, lackadaisically trying to do a sub two deal and you don't really have reserves or a really good plan, I don't know, man. You 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 should really be on top of your game. That's my thought.
1: Yeah, I think that people jump into it um, because it's tasty, right? It's a tasty topic. It's a tasty thing that's been happening for years now. I mean, we've been doing sub two for a long time, Um, but it's also something that comes about where you could just sub two anything and just kind of do that and then make the split in between there and sell it to somebody else and then they could do it and they take over it. And I've seen those and I've been on the bad side of those, too. And so, uh, I mean, your name's on that on the ticket somewhere. Right, if it came and to that's a company. bad
0: mindset too right that I just kind of gave out that's a that's a scared mind that's a right that's my own mindset right. so you know that's I'm coming at it from a different angle where again that's just my opinion my mindset where other people who you know maybe have a lot more confidence in it, Again, I'm just telling you the way I feel about it because I'm just I'm empathetic to the seller a lot of times where it's like I just want to make sure I'm doing right by them. But that's also not the best mindset. So you don't have to listen to me.
2: <laughs> I, I, I agree. I'm gonna go to Ronnie on this. I want to get his thoughts on that. Yeah, I want to hear Ronnie's. I totally agree thoughts too. With, but I, I do agree there, Marty, because if you are coming in and you have no real estate experience and you're going right into subject two, you got to be careful because if you don't know what you're doing, and if you get that Loan called on a due on sales clause, and that's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan. You're gonna come up with some money real quick to be able to bring that pay that loan off. So you definitely need to understand it. That's why I always recommend one of the other ones, or team up with somebody that has that experience and do the deal. That's probably the best bet, you know, because sub twos are great. I'm closing on one on June twenty third, and it's gonna be over two hundred thousand dollar spread on that one. So you can definitely do them but just make sure if you're new, you know what you're doing or work with somebody. Um, Ronnie, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I just posted a uh,
3: uh, little little snippet on my Facebook today and it was uh, the path of failure. And uh, the path of failure goes like this. Um, nothing wrong can happen to me, right? Everything I touch turns to gold. Then the next thing happens, you say, oh man, I just, I want this and I want that and I want this and I want that. And what it is, it's this, uh, this pursuit of everything that I want with no discipline at all. Um, and that's milestone two. When you start getting to the point where, man, no matter no matter what I touch, I'll just go after everything. And then, uh, you know, you get, you get to the third mile marker and the third mile marker is, oh this risk that i see oh i'm just going to deny that right and you deny you you deny all the risk and all the peril that you're bringing towards yourself um and then the fr- the fourth thing uh the fourth milestone is you start realizing that you are in a really desperate situation and what happens is you start lunging for things to save you right it's this it's this lunging for salvation this grasping towards, you know, that gambling mechanism that will, that will get you to go. And then the the final thing is the death of your dream or your dream becomes irrelevant and, uh, and you die is basically what happens. And, um, you know, here, here's the reality is real estate can make you guys can make us. It's made me literally millions of dollars. Okay. Um, I have also lost millions of dollars in real estate. Okay, Like I have lost a lot of money. And so yes, you can make $30,000 on one transaction. And yes, you can lose $68,000 on another transaction or you can get sued and it will cost you $140,000. But here's what I want you guys to think about. Why are you doing this? What is it you're trying to change in your life? And based on that why, what do you identify with the most? Do you want to create a subject to portfolio, well then sit down and figure out what that business model is gonna look like. You see, as a newbie, there's two easy models and the two easy models are wholesaling and assignments and subject to under finance. And the reason why they're easy is because they require no money. Well, that easiness, no matter which way you go actually has a flip side to that coin. And the flip side of that coin is, it's actually very difficult for one of two ways, either you have to negotiate with no money. And two, you have to do the research and make sure you're compliant. And so if you are willing to do the work and you're willing to get people on your team to cover your ass on the back end, then go and do it right. And do it in a very positive way, because that very positive way will actually make you a lot of money. And it will, it will take you from being this guy who's timid, to stepping in the marketplace and saying, yo, come to me because you have the moral authority of knowing you're doing it right. And once you can set yourself up to be in that position, that's how you create generational wealth that will change the trajectory of your family line, which is my guess is why people are getting involved in this. That's why I got involved, right? I wanted to go to Ireland. I wanna to go to Japan. I wanna to go to freaking Dubai. I wanna do some cool stuff. I'm not gonna do that if I'm just, you know, forgetting about the details and just whimsically throwing stuff together. You don't become a multi multi multi-millionaire by just saying, Oh, let me just try something right. You do it by sitting back and learning, educating, creating value to the right network, building that up, creating an actual lead flow and being attentive to the details of your industry. And guys, I, I want to really focus on this focus on the model the revenue and then building your credibility by following through at the highest level right and if you can do that you will get you will get what you're looking for but i i want to highlight what you guys said is it's so easy to just think it's going to work out it's so easy to just think it's going to work out and as i'm pretty sure every single one of us we missed a detail, right? We missed a detail and it cost me 42000 bucks, right? And mm-hmm. what you don't want is you don't want to miss a detail and it costs you seven years in prison, <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't want to miss a detail and you get sued and now you have to pay $140,000 out in a judgment, right? You don't want to miss a detail.
0: I don't want to miss any of these details and the detail I didn't miss is that the numbers seem very exact for a reason. These aren't just made up numbers that Ronnie's just saying <laughs> out loud, but here, but here's the truth. Here's the truth. So dead on, I think that wholesaling and sub two, those are in my opinion, the last things that people should do in real estate investing. I think cause they're the hardest, to like Ronnie was saying, to really figure out. So you burn out very fast. A lot of people go, I'm going to get into wholesaling or I'm going to get into doing sub two properties. And the reality is, is those don't, you don't just find those types of things. They don't just appear. You, you make those deals happen and you do that through experience, through mentorship, through just being out there and banging on doors. The easiest thing is just to buy a rental that's already in there, that somebody's already in there paying rent. You ain't doing much. You, You just buy a rental and someone's sending you a check. That's it's pretty, it's pretty simple. Uh, that's how we started. We bought rentals first, then flipped, and then wholesaled. So I knew exactly what people wanted. I, I knew what investors wanted to see. I knew how to find those things. So that's why we became very good at it. So if you're new, I guess my what I'm trying to say is literally try it, unless you have undeniable effort and undeniable want and passion in the industry to get it done yourself go and work with somebody else that's doing it you know team up in jv with someone who's already killing it i wish i would have done that i'm a ding dong i wish i have done that years ago but i'd be further ahead but it is what it is i had undeniable effort the other thing is in regards to sub two is same thing it's it's the I learned that through the other creative ways of doing deals, seller financing. And then we did sub too. And even then, I still was very worried about doing it because I wanted to make sure I didn't I, I did it the right way. And like Ray Dalio said, I said this earlier: if you're if you're not worried, you should worry. <laughs> and if you're if you're not worried, you should worry, or whatever the term is. So, anyways that's what I wanted to get out there. I I think it's, it's all really good, but just pick the one like Ronnie said, and, um, but know your why and and just, and just go after it in in whatever way that, whatever that means to you, I guess.
2: Yeah, guys, one of the things, go ahead, Mark. I wanted to ask you Gabe, because I know you got to shoot, uh, get off here in a few minutes, but why don't you tell us a little bit about like, you know, your situation, what's working for you right now and kind of give your value to everybody
1: so so my approach is a little different than than others i work a lot with realtors and brokers and connect with them and um you know whether we're wholesaling or we're flipping or we're doing some type of creative structure through those avenues especially when we're getting into the commercial side of things um just because we have the capital that's already set aside for us to do some of those more creative and larger transactions um one of the things i wanted to mention though for across the board which i think is just one of those one of those things that just happens as you grow in this business and for those who are just now listening or who uh who are just getting in you maybe you're in the first year maybe your first couple of years that there are skills that you acquire over time that makes the deals i mean that's really what we're talking about and i i think what happened to me and what i see happening to a lot of people is not knowing which skill to focus on first and if we can both, you know bring all this down to something it's going What we're saying is like find a skill that you're good at and double down on that thing. You're gonna need to get good at phone calls. By far, you gotta get good at communicating with people. So pick up five books, pick pick up one at a time, obviously, but get to a point where you're like, okay, I I wanna read at least five books by the end of this year about communication or negotiating or sales or persuasion or something like that, all right? Because the communication and the conversations that we have with people and building rapport and, and talking with sellers, You got to find out what their needs are at some point. You have to bridge a gap of you're just like everyone else to, okay, I could trust you, right? And the faster you can do that, uh, the quicker you can process through leads and the quicker you could grab those deals. And I've seen some of the best wholesalers around um, have some amazing skills with communications and just, um, just like a... What do you call it just more of a calloused skin when it comes to um just rebuttals and people saying no to them and stuff like that i think that's one of the key things that we have to be focused on if you're going to get into uh, real estate investing treat it like a business and look at it of what skills would i would do if i were to open a, a starbucks store or what skills would i would need to know to if i were to be you know a painter or whatever else might be or someone else that's just a hands-on trade these are just skills that you need Right. Um, another skill that I think that you're going to need and we've all talked about it in different ways is knowing how to do marketing at its best. Um, you have to find your niche. All right. And we all have our different niches of how we do it. Uh, we have JV leads on here. We have direct to seller in a lot of different areas. Uh, like I said, I work with brokers and realtors a ton. I still do direct to sellers. I still do mailer campaigns. Right. like it, those things work for me, but I have a, a unique list that I work on now. Um, but i believe those are so powerful right now is learning how to market and i think that with the current condition and thank god for people like ronnie and marty for keeping us uh, afloat on the current current things that are happening in the world and with the different ways to do marketing it's enlightening and it's really great to see And competition so good whenever you have someone um that might share something that's on facebook or, or Instagram or Twitter or something, and you're going, I can take that and I can add that one nugget to what I'm already doing. Oh, my gosh, this is golden. And you come up with a new pitch or you come up with a new line or you watch some of these other or you watch us and you go, I'm going to start adding that to what I do. So I think that these are two major skills that need to happen if you're going to be doing more real estate transactions is one learning communication at the top level uh, with specifically for talking to sellers um it does help out when you're talking to crews and contractors and to brokers and Realtors it helps with everything but definitely the negotiating and then you have to be thinking about marketing and I tell you what guys what's really cool is that in the last I'd say since the beginning of this year everyone I talked to and you last year this wasn't really the case maybe I'm asking questions differently I don't know about you guys but lately and correct me if I'm wrong you know chirp in but I've been having more people ask about, hey, how is your marketing doing? Or, hey, I'm, I just don't know how to do the marketing. Do you know how to do the marketing? Uh, I would like to partner with you on, on the marketing side of things. And I'm like, man, I, yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for so long. It's just kind of normal now. But I'm having other folks go, look, I'm noticing I'm not even good at that. Maybe it's just the turn of the times that we're in where more people are starting to identify going, I know what my skills are and I know what my skills aren't.
0: Thank you for tuning in to The Marty Grasani Show. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, leave us an honest rating and review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us for weekly episodes.